Hello, and welcome to Teaching Elementary Mathematics. I'm Dave Blake. This week we're going to talk about third grade mathematics. If you're following the podcast, we should be in week four of teaching school. So now we really need to get into um, the content. We're going to get into building them into third grade understanding. We've done a good job of building their confidence. We've done a good job of building their understanding of how to interact with the teacher. Now is that time that we need to build their third grade understanding and move forward into the real understanding that takes place in third grade. Today I'm going to lay out how my week should be laid out. We'll talk about some activities that you can do at the beginning of school so that you can, or at the beginning of your class, so that you can get good conversation happening with the students. The first thing I want to talk about is the week should consist of the objective of having the kids add and subtract, specifically add, within 1,000. And this should happen more fluently as the year goes on. We've already done a few weeks of having them add numbers. Now it should be more fluently, meaning they're able to use strategies more efficiently, meaning they're able to maybe do problems without using strategies. So if that's our objective, the way we want to set this up is week one, or day one, on Monday, we want them to be able to add a three-digit and a three-digit number without regrouping and move on to with regrouping and probably just in one place. So what I like to do is each different day I like to have an activity that will get their brains really thinking and get that rich conversation that students should have in order to explain different things. So on the board I would write a number and I would write a three-digit number And because this is the first one, I would write a common three-digit number. So let's choose the number 500. Now, what we're going to do with 500 is we're going to have, we're going to give the students five to ten minutes on a whiteboard to represent this as many different ways as they can. So we want to explain to them that they can use numbers, they can use equations, they could use pictures, but how are they going to explain this or represent this number? Write the number on the board. Give them about five to ten minutes to get as many representations as they can. And then compare and have the kids, students talk. Now, the goal is is that we have the most students as possible talk. So we're going to first have them write it down. Then we're going to have them share with a partner. Then, after they share with a partner then we're going to share as a class. One way that I've seen other teachers do this is that they are, instead of saying, tell me something that you wrote, tell me something that your neighbor wrote or your partner wrote. So they are sharing something their partner wrote and that helps take the pressure off of them. So some representations of this, when you do this the first time, they're struggling because they're trying to figure out what does the teacher want me to write? There isn't a 
one right answer. And if you're talking about depth of knowledge, this is depth of knowledge three, because there's so many ways to write, represent it. They could represent it as 100 plus 100 plus 100 plus 100. They could represent it in base 10 blocks. They could represent it as 499 plus one. They could do 400 plus 100. There's lots of different ways that they could do this. They could do half of a thousand. They, there's so many different ways that they could do this that everyone has the opportunity to answer from the kids who are lower to the kids who are higher. That's what I would do on Monday. On Tuesday, we want to talk about what's the same and what's different. And as we've introduced to them problems where there's grouping and ungrouping and regrouping, and I would write two different problems on the board. And on the board, I would write uh, an easy one because we want them to be able to see what are the same and what's different. So maybe we do one that has no regrouping. So we do 300... 97 minus 161 and that's the first problem and then on the next problem we write 328 plus 248 and so there's regrouping and so see if that's brought up oh in the first one there's no regrouping in the second one there's regrouping and have that conversation one way to get more kids to participate is to have them I want you to write one thing that's the same, one thing that's different on your board. Give them a few minutes. Once they're done, have them talk to a neighbor. You could do this multiple different ways. You could have their elbow neighbor, their their eye neighbor, however your class is set up. You could have them stand up and count to 10, and then by the time you get to 10, they need to be with somebody. There's multiple different ways to get them to share. Once they share, then have them share as a class. So that is the same and different. On Wednesday, we're going to have them draw a story problem. This is not solving a story problem. This is drawing a story problem. And one thing that I've seen recently that I love is that the teacher will have the students write the, in a complete sentence the answer minus the numerical answer. So if you had the problem of Mike has four apples, he then Mike picks up three more apples. How many apples does he have? You would have the students write, Mike has blank apples in total. The thing that I've seen about this is it's great because if you give them extra information in the problem, if they have it written down, they know which, the answer written down, they know which ones to pull from. So for example, um, Bill picked four acorns off the tree. He kicked five acorns that were on the ground. Phil picked nine acorns that were on the tree and kicked three acorns that were on the ground. How many acorns did they pick up, pick off the tree together? And so now the answer needs to be they picked blank acorns off the tree if they didn't pick the acorns off the tree, then they don't need it. So have a story problem ready. Have them draw a picture of it. Are they going to draw a picture of them picking acorns or kicking acorns? Because picking acorns is the important part. Kicking acorns is not. And then have them write a sentence without an answer. So 
they picked blank acorns off the tree, having them draw a problem that represents, that goes with what you're working with, what your objective is for the week. On Thursday, we're going to do a notice and wonder. We've taught so much this week about the content, about our objective, that we're going to have a notice and wonder. You're going to put a problem up there that maybe is ready to stretch them to the next week. What are they going to do next week that ties into this week that they can notice and wonder about? So next week, they're going to subtract. So maybe you put on the board a problem that is uh, 832 minus 421. See what they notice and what they wonder. See what they're. See if they can pick up that subtraction sign. See if they. That's not a plus sign. It's missing something. What do we do? So have them notice and wonder. Get them building on to the next week. It'll help them prepare so that as you move into the next week's learning objective, that they're able to see what they should be doing. And then on Friday we're going to have a test. And this test is going to consist of our success criteria that we've covered for the week. We're going to have two problems, preferably number six and, or five and six, that are going to say the content for that week. So adding with regrouping. Then on numbers three and four, we're going to have adding with regrouping only once. Then on number one and two, we're going to have adding without regrouping. We're going to see where their hang-up is, where they're struggling at. And as they do this, they'll be able to know where they're at. And you also as a teacher will know, can they add with regrouping multiple times? Can they add with regrouping once? Can they add with no regrouping? And so you can build that foundation of where they need to be. So as we move forward in these podcasts, we're going to talk about these different ways to set up the class and to get that rich conversation with the students. Because as we have rich conversation with the students, we're able to help them understand. Instead of us just telling, they're able to discover their own understanding. And they're able to know what they know and what they don't know. The next thing is we will talk about how to build your lesson and make it more visual. So on Monday, when we're doing number of the day, and they have all of these different representations of the number 500, how are we going to build that into our lesson? Well, maybe what we want to do is we want to talk about how adding zeros, maybe we want to talk about how um, place value and different things, or how we can build things up, how to draw a picture of things. As you continue on with these types of activities, it will become more and more in-depth. And if you just give up, you'll never really get that conversation that you want to have about all of these numbers. So build your beginning activity into what you want your lesson to be. And as you do that, the students will understand the importance of this. And they'll understand the need to have that conversation to help them build into the lesson. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, If you liked it, please subscribe. Please share it with your friends. Uh, Word of mouth is the best way to share this, and we will continue on with our understanding of third grade math.